handed over her bag, wallet, phone, and car keys, then stood with her hands in the air. When the full-body scanner finished its cycle, the security guard thanked her for her cooperation and directed her to await her belongings at the end of the conveyor belt, like he did every morning. Hope nodded and said nothing in hopes of speeding up the process, like she did every morning. She picked up her oversized purse, which had gone through an x-ray scanner while she was busy having her various metals detected. Hope looked at the side of the guard's head for a moment, then glanced at the next item coming down the conveyor belt, a very expensive laptop bag. She picked it up, watching to see if the guard would notice. She waited for a full five seconds, then handed the bag to its owner when he emerged from the metal detector. He thanked her and went on his way. She paused to take one last look at the guard, who didn't appear to have noticed anything. Completely oblivious, she thought. The easiest place in the entire building to steal something is in the security line right next to an armed guard. She walked through the reinforced glass doors and into the building. Eric was waiting for her on the other side and fell in beside her as they made their way to their office. She was small and slight with black hair. He was large and blonde with a scruffy beard. He wasn't overweight, at least not by American standards, but he was bigger than her in every way except attitude. Good morning, Eric said. Not that I've noticed. Well, it is if you want it to be. I don't know why the security screening bugs you so much. The guards are just doing their jobs. No, they aren't. That's the problem, Hope said. If they were doing their jobs, I'd have nothing to complain about. Uh, we both know you'd have found something. I don't know, Hope. It's not cool for you to punch down. How am I punching down? Hope asked. I didn't even say anything to him. Eric said, But you think about it every day. You have a master's degree and a good job at a Fortune 500 tech company. They're security guards. Do you know how far a security guard's salary is likely to go in Silicon Valley? Cut them some slack. Hope said, You assume that we're in a better position because we're more educated and don't have to work in a uniform. My degree cost me six years of my life and an eternity of debt. My good job is as a lab assistant. She gestured over her shoulder. He, on the other hand, is a full-fledged security guard, not an assistant. I can't get to my workplace without his approval. He can get me fired. He can get me arrested. He has the power, not us. That's an interesting way to look at it. Hope smiled. Meaning you disagree but don't want to argue. Eric said, that's one way to interpret it. You're being passive-aggressive. I prefer to think of it as being aggressively passive. After a short wait, Hope and Eric entered a crowded elevator and stood in silence as everybody else got off before them. They worked on the ninth floor of the ten-story building, a floor that had originally been set aside for the offices of upper-level executives, which they definitely were not. They walked across the imported marble tile landing onto the deep, soft carpet, then down a walnut-paneled corridor. They passed glass doors set into sections of glass walls, bearing plaques engraved with the names of people important enough that you needed to know their names before you met them, but not so important that you'd know them without this reminder. Behind the glass doors, well-dressed administrative assistants looked up at the sound of footsteps, then looked away when they recognized Hope and Eric as fellow employees to whom they didn't need to be friendly or welcoming. Hope and Eric worked behind a glass door set into a glass wall, just like the others, only the glass had all been blacked out, and there was a security card reader built into the door's handle. The name plaque on the wall read Dr. Lydia Madsen. 
Hope pressed her ID card against the sensor, but it didn't surprise her when the door stayed locked. She looked down at the card. Sure enough, her picture and the name Hope Takeda were there under the Office Smart corporate logo. She had the right card. She tried it again. Still nothing. She slowly slid the card around the surface of the sensor, looking for the sweet spot. After several seconds of careful card wiggling, the sensor glowed green and she heard the latch click open. Thank you, she muttered. It'd be easier to use my ID to jimmy the lock. She stomped into the office. Eric slipped in behind her and slid into his chair. It's been two days, Hope said, holding her ID card up like Exhibit A. Why didn't they fix this while I was gone? Eric swiveled in his seat to look at her. It was a small room, more of a vestibule, really, originally intended to hold a secretary's desk and a few chairs. Instead, it held two...